At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hour two of the Nightcap, and you know what? We said. Now we need to bring someone else in. After going three wide, we bring in Adam Hill. My from man. Las Vegas Review Journal. Got a whole lot going on. We got Raiders news. We've been previewing each division uh, uh, each night. We were doing, you know, yesterday we did the North. So we did the AFC North and uh, NFC North. So today we're going to do the West. So we said, well, let's give Adam a call. So he wants to come in. And sure enough, the team you cover breaks news today. What's going on with the Raiders? Nothing happened. I don't know what you're talking about. Nice, <laughs> quiet Friday. Getting ready for the USC card tomorrow, and uh, nothing went on. No, the very abrupt uh, departure of the team president, Dan Ventrelli, today, uh, followed by Ventrelli making some pretty strong accusations against the team and what went on. We're still trying to get to the bottom of exactly what it was, but uh, for right now, we know that there's been a couple of executives that have left. Same thing happened a couple months ago with the Raiders. A lot of turnover has happened. Uh, with this team, and I think you would expect that a little bit. They move, they change administrations. There's a lot going on behind the scenes, obviously, plus the major developments of the last year uh, that have happened both on and off the field with the Raiders. So a lot has happened. So turnover wouldn't necessarily be completely unexpected, but there is a there's a lot of smoke, and that doesn't necessarily mean there's fire. But obviously, uh, there's a lot of things to get to the bottom of, which is what I'm doing right now when I'm not sitting with you guys. <laughs> Well, we appreciate you coming yeah, of in. Of course, uh, we got. We do have to hit on the UFC card tomorrow. Uh, we got. We got a whole, USFL. 
going on too. Apparently, Sean. Yeah. Uh, we asked Sean if he's betting the USFL. Yeah, I took the under. He said no. I I bet the under. <laughs> right. and we're like, uh, that's that's, that, yes. that's a bet, Sean. That's a bet. Yeah. And hopefully it hits because I'm undefeated so far. Hopefully, hopefully it I'm hits myself. Yeah. Well, I appreciate the text because I don't get any texts. I say I like Birmingham tomorrow. He gave us that already. Yeah. Uh, it's sad to see what's happened to my beloved Michigan Panthers. You know, Shea <laughs> Patterson still their starting quarterback. He's there. Uh, it's, you know, once once you know Jeff Fisher came aboard, I knew all bets were off. But uh, the old days, Michigan Panthers were fun. Bobby A. Bear back in the day. I'm trying to find li- I'm trying to find live scores of the USFL. I think you actually have to go to like USFL.com. Yeah, it's ten three. Oh, there we-, we could actually get it on on FS1 here. Uh, the Philadelphia Stars lead the Michigan Panthers 10 to 3. So there you go. Your USFL update on a Friday night. Halftime in uh in Dallas 51 to 44, really ugly first half by the Phoenix Suns uh as uh as the Mavericks not only cover the first quarter, cover the the first half and they are in-game favorites now sitting at minus 3 and a half. Got a lot of NHL going on. But let let's let's start with the NFL and we'll kind of work our way to so many other things because we do have a big UFC card. Interesting news today out of the UFC yeah. as well. Uh, so it's just, it's been a busy day. Sean's winning money at the Kentucky Oaks. You know? I'm not in hockey. Crushing the unders in the USFL. <laughs> Blues are breaking my heart right now. Jeez. Sean already uh, last night uh, swore off the Calgary Flames. Oh, they're in the red tape. Yeah, he, he, there are two professional teams I have in the red tape. The Vegas Golden Knights. Okay. And the Calgary Flames. Both in hockey. Yes. Okay. Well, two teams that you're never... You don't play on them or against them, or just you don't play on them? I don't play with them. Okay. I am fade, fade, and fade some more. Okay. Well, that's good advice, I think, for the people. The Golden Knights, you've, you've run out of opportunity. Oh, yeah. What about the Reds? Are they are they in your... So, I, I've... <laughs> they the didn't lose tonight, breaking games, news. I, I've taken a run line against the Reds. I will continue to do it. Yeah, when do we stop? So, we've been, I, we've I been talking about this, so, Adam. So, I, I actually had this discussion with somebody today who was like, I'm just going to keep playing run line against them every single day, which is fair. 18, by the way, 18 and 2 the last 20 games if you just blindly bet the run Book, line. Books will adjust. Oh, yeah. But I will also warn people this. The Pirates suck. Pirates are not good. And the Reds DL team could actually beat the Reds right now. Like, the Reds' entire starting lineup is on the DL. And I don't think people are actually talking about Yeah, Voto's about not that. playing either right now. Yeah, the, uh, their entire infield is on the DL. I think two-thirds of their outfield is on the DL. Like, half their pitching staff. Like, this is not the actual – no, the Reds aren't good even at full strength. Right. Let's be clear. I'm not saying that. But make sure you monitor who's coming back, like Votto, India, you know, Senzel. When these guys start coming back, they're going to be more representative. They're not going to be a disaster every single day. What would you – I forget what the, the current over-under is on the Reds. 50-something. 57.5 they just yep. adjusted it to. 57.5. So they've got to win 55 games from here on out. That's good what – luck. Yeah. What – at what point, I saw Matt Humans, our friend, uh, I forget who, it might have been Humans, who said, you know, what would it take for you to bet an over on the Reds? I jokingly said 22 and a half. Uh, what, what, okay. Honestly, though, what would it take? The, the worst record in Major League Baseball, I think it was the Tigers, but they won like 45 games or something Can like that. Can you bring that, that up? Sorry. I don't, know what you're, I don't know. You're a Tigers just, fan? We're ripping on my Michigan Panthers, on my Tigers. I'm from Ann Arbor. That's that's. You're that's from so everywhere. You point. lived in Delaware. You I'm, lived I've in never Vegas. lived in Delaware. I've had oh, family your there. Family lived I am in from Ann Arbor. I've lived all over the country. I've been here since eighth grade. So I'm essentially a Las Vegan. But yes, I'm from Ann Arbor. He knows everything about all Yale. The he knows everything about Yale basketball because his Yale brother basketball. played Yale basketball. I, like, I, don't, I don't know. He's you're, a rowing expert. You're everywhere. So I apologize for not knowing that you're a Tigers fan. I went to 17 schools before 10th grade, by the way. Good Lord. Yeah. 
That yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah. It's why I'm so weird. Yeah. <laughs> you're normal. But we love you. But we love you. Um, okay. Apologies for yeah, kicking good. your shins there about That's the Tigers. Right. But what would 51 it take? 51 and a half. You would bet the over? Yeah. 52. So they would go 52 and 110. Yeah, I'll take I'll take the over right now. That was actually, I think that was Matt Newman's prediction of, of what was it? Be. Yeah, I oh, swear. <laughs> well, great minds <laughs> sometimes line up. I but suppose. they did not, congratulations to the Reds, did not lose tonight. Uh, they got rained out. Get out of the, the park. We lose twice tomorrow. Okay, we'll take it. They have a doubleheader coming up tomorrow. Oh, my. Uh, my yeah, I have the Angels run line. Uh, the Angels have now taken a 3 3 0, second and third, one out. Over, there we uh, go. Over my Nats. Yep. I have a two team parlay. Angels run line paired with the Astros. Astros are bottom of the eighth right now against the Detroit Tigers. They're up 3 2. Where does the USFL total fit in on these? That's a single bet. Okay. Yep. So I want to ask you I, I think you'll side with me. Okay. So preseason and. Uh, this became a question on the show because I told Sean, I had made, I made one Major League Baseball bet under 71 and a half wins for the Nationals. Yeah, we talked about that. Did we talk about this? Yeah, yeah. we talked. Okay, we yeah. talked about it. Baiting I, your own team. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. I, they're the team I know the most about. And look what Sean's doing. He gave me all this grief, and he's fading the Nats because that's what you should do. It's an individual the, game. The problem you with faded that, them against the Rockies, too. The problem with that Rockies is are good at home. I can see that more. Like, I definitely do that in big games. Not that my teams ever play big games very often, but I would usually bet against them in a big game. Just so, like, hey, if they win, I'm happy. If they lose. The happiness hedge. All right. Yeah, yeah of that's course. what I told them. Now, when you bet an under 71 and a half, a team that's not going to be very good. Yeah. Like, you're, <laughs> they could win 73, still have a bad season, still be depressing, and you still lose. That would be frustrating. That's where that's where it comes into play where, like, I don't know if I would necessarily like do this. They're like nine and nineteen right now. So if I'm, if they were expected to be the best team in the league and you bet the under, I could see that. The seventy one and a half makes it a little bit more difficult because they can still be bad, still have a miserable season for you, and you still lose your bet. Which well, would be at, the worst. This, at this point, if they got to seventy three wins, they would have a m- miraculous turnaround and sure. they'd be playing pretty good baseball. So they'd be like, all right, you know things are. But no, you things are looking good. It would still in the grand scheme of things, you should be like, oh, we went seventy three and. 79, no, 79, I just think morally. Oh, morally? Yeah, morally. We're really bringing morals into a sports gambling You're betting USFL's here. under. Yeah, yeah. morally. <laughs> morally. You, you can't go with a future that goes against the success of your team. Is that why you're wearing a preacher outfit today? Is that, you're talking morals on the, uh. <laughs> I, got on a, I got on a short sleeve polo. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, you're, you got black on black. It looks it's like uh, Preacher King over I there. I thought I looked pretty saucy. I, uh, Preachers up there can I mean, speak the truth. I am a preacher. Oh yeah, I spit the gospel. <laughs> you made a quite an acting debut. Yeah, I don't know. If I debut, spit the gospel on here, big dog. Tell right out this no. window, I thought it was very impressive. Think about the run we're on on the nightcap, starting with St. Peter's money line versus oh, Purdue yeah. tonight. Really bring I mean, up. we're on a run. That's a long time. Yeah, wow. a run. We're hot. Fish grease hot. Gotta get that group text. You ever up. got popped by some fish grease before? <laughs> Tell. No. I have. Oh, That's yeah. hot. This doesn't feel good. Yeah. Um. All right. Adam's here for a reason. I'm not. Not just, a, just, a, not not just a banter back and forth. Um, no first or second round pick. What did you make, though, of the Raiders draft? Did they assess needs three through seven? Yeah, I think so uh, for a couple of reasons. One, uh, you obviously needed an influx of bodies on the interior of the offensive and defensive lines. I thought you did that with a couple of defensive tackles for sure. I really like Neil, Neil Farrell. Um Dylan Parham is a guy I did not project going to the Raiders because I thought he'd be off the board way sooner. The fact that they were able to trade down, acquire additional assets, still get him, uh, I thought was very impressive for sure. And he's a guy that can play pretty much anywhere, which is really beneficial for this team because they still don't know what they're doing with Alex Leatherwood. 
Mm-hmm. And I think they want him to play tackle at some point. I think they'd love to kick him out there, but he certainly played better at guard last year. So I would imagine that this gives them some flexibility. Parham can play pretty much anywhere on the offensive line. All the guys that they got are very versatile in that. And that was one word that they threw out before the draft and after the draft. They were looking for versatility. I think they got it uh, with some guys that could play multiple positions. So that was, I thought was impressive. Um, and then building up the running back room, I thought was interesting. Zamir White. Um, and and, and, Brit- and, and Britton Brown. Brown late. Which yeah, in the seventh round. They already had a full running back room. Like one of the things we said going into the draft is like, what are they going to do with all these running backs? Josh Jacobs, they did not pick up the fifth-year option on. Uh, but they've got, you know, Kenyon Drake still there. They brought in Brandon Bolden. Uh, they brought in Amir Abdullah. Like, they've got all these guys that are very capable running backs. This is the Patriots way, right? I mean, this is them bringing in the Patriots where it's next man up a running back. It's you don't know game week to week. It's game plan based. Who's going to play? Who's not? Fantasy players hate the Patriots because of how they manage <laughs> running backs. But that's what they're going to do here. But it's like they're already full, and now they're going to add more bodies there, which, I mean, the future of some of those other guys has got to be very much in doubt after this draft. But it was clear that there's a couple positions they wanted to take a couple shots on, get some bodies in there, and have that you know versatility and flexibility. And certainly on the offensive line where they struggled last year, they didn't invest in the offseason, they at least got an influx of guys that they think can play. What did you think before we hit a break, Sean? What was your assessment of Zamir White out of Georgia? Uh, solid. I think the message is uh, Josh Jacobs better have a big year. He's, he's playing for his next deal somewhere somewhere else, else right <laughs> i was gonna say and, and it's not the system you necessarily want to be in um when you're gonna have obviously all these guys getting the opportunities it's gonna be tough for him to shine before we go to break the the raiders draft was Devonte adams yeah that's true you yeah. have to look at it like you that. got it. your first and second yeah. round pick was arguably the best wide receiver in the nfl that's adam hill covers the raiders we'll get his thoughts on the afc west any bets to be made right now on that division it's the nightcap here on visa at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. 
Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with Some everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or, like, put a sign in your yard, but... All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is the Nightcap here on VSIN. Keep things rolling. Sean King, we will get into his 
Derby thoughts, just to wrap it up in a nice bow to uh, to close out the show. Dallas is putting it on the Phoenix Suns right now, 69-51, to 51, under seven minutes to go in the third quarter and uh, over in Dallas. So we'll see if uh, Dallas takes a 2-1, or sorry, Phoenix still will have a 2-1 series lead, but Dallas would get on the board. Unfortunately for Sean, uh, Minnesota. Luka has 23-10-7 right now. Is that good? Well, uh, <laughs> six minutes left in the third, that's – that's not yeah, bad. it's borderline Hall of Fame level. Um, Adam Hill in the house, Las Vegas Review Journal. Um, all right, we just talked, hit on the Raiders, looking at the division in its entirety, just kind of recapping the draft. Um, obviously, Kansas City had multiple first-round picks because of the Tyree Kill trade. Uh, they moved up to get Trent McDuffie. Would have appreciated them going all the way up to 17 to get Trent <laughs> McDuffie, but, you know, can't win them all. By the uh, way. Yeah. My mock draft had them trading up to get Trent McDuffie. Did it really? It did. Nice. nice. I was very and Chiefs fans were furious. Nice. Furious with me. And you were like, "How you like me now?" I actually saw one outside the draft uh, the day of the first round. He was at the NFL Experience and came over to me and was like, "We're not trading up to get a corner. Why would you even say that?" Like, I was like, "All right, well, we'll see." And just so happened. Now, every once in a while, you get something right in that world, and you're like, yes. Although 29 of 32 first-rounders. I thought that was pretty impressive. Nice. Well yeah. done. Yeah. Well done. Including Tyler Smith. Oh, that over that one. You know about Tyler Smith. There you go. We point. What? You can peacock. Sean peacocks about everything. <laughs> I get Tyler Smith going in the first round under 32 and a half, one of my best plays, and he shakes his head and rolls his eyes. I didn't even say him. anything. Well, I pointed. I was trying to get you to give me a little kudos because all you've been doing all week is patting yourself on but the back. But things over like there. Tyler Smith for why the Cowboys don't win anything. I don't care, Sean. You got to remove yourself. They drafted a developmental guard in Good. the first round. Super. As long as he went in the first round, but what really made me mad. Tyler. How about this? You know Tyler, Tyler Lindebaum went the next pick, which uh, number four. Well, Tyler the, uh, Smith led the NCAA in penalties last year. Good. He's young. He's still in twenty. Good. That's why we're. That's why we're. Yeah, gonna... That sounds like an overweight guy that gets a lot of penalties. Sounds that's like why, a first that's why round. That's we're gonna bet mid twenties pick. That's why we're gonna bet. Still developing the Eagles to young, win the division. Young man. That's why we're gonna do that. All right. So the Chiefs, McDuffie, uh, they get Karloftis. He was falling. Does find his way in the first round. I, I like Sky more. Um, he's not Tyreek Hill, but a, a good piece. He's, to, not? Are he's not. Are you sure? That's, I mean, you're going on a limb. This is a little bit of a limb. Okay. Um, I, I actually le- really like Leo Chanel uh, out of Wisconsin. I, I think he's a solid linebacker. But all in all, what did you make of the Chiefs uh, haul last week? I thought the Chiefs did really well. I mean, I, listen, I don't love trading up for a corner, but they they had too many picks. Right. They went into the draft with 12 picks. They had like six roster spots to fill. So they weren't going to be able to use all of them anyway. Uh, so I don't necessarily mind it going to get a guy that you really like that fell just a little bit, and you said, okay, we'll take advantage, jump on him, get him, secure that spot, which has been a, a tr- problem for them for a long time, finding another corner. Uh, so I, I like that part of it. I don't love Carlotta as a player, but at 30, a guy that does feel a need that they have, he's he's relentless on the field. I mean, he has, I, you know, I hate the draft terms, but the high motor, he's kind of the definition of that. He makes plays by just keeping plays going, going to get guys. Uh, and I think that'll be, you know, a body that kind of inje- injects some energy uh, into that defense. So I like a little bit of what they did. Sky Moore, uh, you know, a receiver. Uh, I think yeah. he, he's a guy that has the potential to be pretty good. Does he, um, hey, Sean, does he just write to the slot, Sky Moore? I didn't like the Chiefs draft at all. Really? really? No. Well, you don't like Karloftis. I don't like McDuffie. McDuffie's not, sure. a, a, he's not a number one corner. He's 5'10", 193, like. He plays a little. He plays bigger than uh, five. No, 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 he doesn't. Really? No, no, he doesn't. 
Yeah. I talked to a lot of defensive back coaches before the draft. A lot of them weren't high on McDuffie. Well, he clearly fell what, yeah. from where people thought. So, I, I mean, when you're talking first round, I mean, I'm going for talent, elite talent. You know how I feel about Carl Loftus. I think Carl Loftus is one of those guys that was a really, really good college football player that's going to get overwhelmed in the National Football League. Because he's a shorter guy with short arms, with a like a pudgy kind of frame. Would you no? So let me ask you this. So at twenty one, Kyir Elam was that riser, the the corner out of uh, out of Florida. He goes twenty three to the Bills. Would you have preferred a guy like Elam over McDuffie if you had to go corner at twenty one, Sean? Give me one second. All right. Well, Elam and Elam is a guy, and I'll I'll I'd love to see what Sean is think about it. But he's the Tyler, Tyler Smith. He talked about the penalties. Elam was out of control with the penalties last year. I mean, he was grabbing and holding when he didn't even have to. He had guys locked down and would just grab onto them at the top of rounds. Well, you know so. why? Because his issue is Elam has great size. He really runs like a safety, not a corner. Mm. So he has to be physical and grab because he doesn't trust his top-end speed because he doesn't have top-end speed. So I was trying to look up, and I have it now, that they took Trent McDuffie at 21. Yep, yeah. they traded up to get him. So I'm the kind of person... You don't feel needs in the first round. You get elite talent. But you could I argue, truly believe that. And they need pass rush. Kansas City's the kind of team, if they're as explosive on offense as they have been, they have the lead in a lot of games late third quarter, most of the fourth quarter. Jermaine Johnson was sitting there from Florida State. Like, I just – he's a pass rush extraordinaire that also has 70 tackles, that plays the run. I just think that's a much – higher-end talent, a greater draft asset than reaching for an undersized cornerback. And I know they had a lot of success with Marcus Peters. Some, there are probably some people in the organization that were like, well, last time we had a Washington cornerback, you know, he was really good. Trent McDuffie's not Marcus Peters. And Jermaine Johnson is sitting there, and they passed. I would have rather them telling me they were going to take Daxton Hill from Michigan and play him at corner. I would have thought Daxon Hill's going to be a better corner. He's going to be a better NFL player, I think, than Trent McDuffie. Mm. So I truly question their selections. Going to the Chargers real quickly, they get Zion Johnson. He'll start right away at guard for the Chargers. What did you make, Adam, of the Chargers Hall? We last year, last be... year they went and got Rashawn Slater. That yeah. worked out incredibly well. Uh, you know, plug and play starter at left tackle. They get Zion Johnson, another one of those guys through the draft process that really catapulted himself up. Yeah, and I thought it might have been a touch early, but again, that's in the, I know Sean just said don't draft need in the first round. That was a need. They right. needed a guy that could go block. They need to block for Justin Herbert, even though last year they improved uh, as a as a pass for a pass blocking unit. They still have a ways to go, and I think that is the asset right now that they're trying to protect. They've got the weapons that they like on the outside. They were like, let's go get somebody to block and make sure that he stands upright for the season. Uh, that's what I think they did. I don't necessarily know if he's the right player, but he's definitely a guy that fit what they needed to do, and that's block for Justin Herbert. Yeah, I'm not a Zion Johnson fan. I watched about three of his games. not physical. He's not a peeper move where he position blocks guys. I want my guards to be physical, aggressive maulers. Like those guys, you know, you go to the family reunion, that big uncle come be like, hey, what's up? And he slap you on the back and, like, knock all your heart out your chest. Sure. Like, I want those kind of guys on is the Kenyon interior. Is Kenyon Green a, yes. uh, a people move? Yes. And he went two picks yes. prior. Yes, Kenyon Green the, is a people move. By the way, I think Sean has more of those uncles than I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't really yeah, have those We got those some uncles. grown men. 
figured that. But I just and, and listen, I get it because he's versatile. He's an affable person. Everybody at Boston College that I talk to, they love him. I can see how when he walks in a room, he makes everybody gravitate towards him. But when you watch the film, he's not overly physical. Like when you watch Aquanu, and I know Aquanu is a different animal. He's a people mover. Like to me, Zion's just a position blocker. And I don't know if that's first-round caliber, especially a low-priority position like interior offensive line. So wrapping up, just thoughts on what the division did in the draft. Another team that didn't have a first-round pick, Denver. Uh, I think that's a smart move not to have a first-round pick because they well, you, got Russell Wilson. You made the reference to the Raiders. The yeah. Raiders, Raiders' first and second-round pick was Devontae Adams. There's no question about yeah. it. And we joked that the Raiders should just show video of Devontae Adams when they drafted. Did you see the Broncos did that? In their they draft called room, Russell Wilson, in, yeah. And in their, their draft room, they put up, as they were making their pick, or as the Seahawks <laughs> were making their pick, uh, they put up video of Russell Wilson. Like, well, here's our pick at number nine, so we'll take it. Uh, so, yeah, that, I mean, that was silly and funny, but that's what it is. I mean, you made that decision to give up that pick and get Russell Wilson. That's a franchise-changing type player, and uh, I think that makes a lot of sense for them. So, as we look at right now the AFC West, uh, Adam, anything – jump out at you it's a, it's an intriguing you know situation now when kansas city loses tyreek hill can uh, i can i can i say yeah. something on the broncos draft i had to pull absolutely it yeah but i have all the info nick I, benito I, and... I love their draft really okay yeah. nick medino uh, are you counting Al- russell well no because of course you want to just like i give the raiders an a because they got Devontae. Adams. they got yeah. uh, the tight end from ucla dulcich they drafted guys that are gonna have an impact benito is a sideline to sideline fast athletic backer can blitz dulcich's Helps uh, the Noah Fant move, sending him to Seattle yeah, to yeah. get Russell Wilson. Uh, Damari Mathis is actually a kid I recruited out of Lakeland, Florida. End up going uh, Ronaldo. Uh, can't think of Ronaldo's last name. He's a DC now in the National Football League. He was a DB coach at Pitt. Okay, he's a kid that's going to sl- slide in play nickel, you know, for them as a rookie. So they got guys that are going to have an impact, you know, and guys that are talented, you know, as well. So we'll see. Lakeland spring training home of my tiger. <laughs> uh, they lost three two. Uh, before we uh, before we hit a break, would you fire on anything right now in the AFC West futures board? I, I mean, listen, I still think this entire division is like one injury away from completely changing the complexion. So I, I look at the Broncos and I look at the Raiders as teams that are outside of the mix right now that have really good numbers, and I might take a shot on them. Even the Chargers take a shot on. I'm not betting the Chiefs. I won't bet the favorite because I think everything can change by one game, one call, one injury. Uh, but I'll, I'll keep taking big numbers here. It's the Nightcap here on VSIN. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Keep it rolling here on a Friday night on the Nightcap. Adam Hill from the Las Vegas Review Journal. Kind enough to hang out with us in studio. More on the Derby later on in the show. Kind of put a bow on all of Sean's favorite plays Mm -hmm. and uh, how he's going to go about attacking it tomorrow. Are you a horse guy? So it's it's, no. I'm going to just start off and say no. I mean, I'll I'll watch it. I'm sure I'll get to Phoenix for UFC. Yeah, you're going down to UFC 274, which we need to talk about. Some interesting news Uh, for sure. Um, So I mean, I'll throw it on. I'll watch it. I'll probably have a better two on it. I'm going to try to get some apps down in Arizona that I haven't. uh, There you go. Signed up for before, so I'll make that happen and, and I'll watch it. I'll listen to what everybody says and do it. But I, I will say, like, I don't follow it at all. Like, as of this morning, I couldn't have named one horse that's in the field. I know some jockeys because I used to go to, you know, tracks when I was younger and watch races. But I, I was in Louisville for the first time. 
Louisville. I guess she's Louisville, yeah. Uh, a couple months ago, and I went right to the track just to see it. Like they, when they were running or anything, I was like, I just want to see the track. So I appreciate the history and what it means and all that, but on a week to week basis, no. It's a nice track. It's right in a quaint little neighborhood, though. It is. It's right yeah. by campus. Yeah. Uh, so you know, it was interesting. And by the way, you know, the new Jack Harlow album came out last night, and Churchill Downs one of the tracks on the album. It's very good. Who's Jack Harlow? I was just trying to channel my NBA referees. By the way, I did not like the referees doing the no, lip syncing. No. First of all, I will promise you, and I don't know if you saw this, Sean, they did not know what the lyrics meant that they were saying. <laughs> because I don't think they would have chosen those words. <laughs> uh, I don't think they knew what they were saying. And I also don't appreciate official. Like, I get they're trying to have fun with it. Edmonton at 3 nothing. Let's go. Like, I think officials should not. We should not know who officials are. Like, yeah. They don't need to be making TikToks. Like, just yes. go call the games. Yeah, it's uh, it's like the uh, the ump that threw Madison Bumgarner out the other day. By the way, I saw a compilation of him staring at guys. Yeah, it's, yeah, because people come to games to see. So Rattles here's out. what disgusts me about baseball: nothing will happen to him. No, he apologized. Right, but nothing will happen to him. Like he impacted a game. Now, luckily, because I know he bet the Marlins, the Diamondbacks <laughs> came back and won the game eight to seven. By the way, the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Now, I wish I could borrow some goals and, and ship no, them over I, to St. I, Louis. I'm keeping, I'm keeping all my goals over here. Jeez. Well, speaking of, I mean, we're just throwing things out there now. If Why you, not? If you're following, it's, fr- it's Friday, game, man. Well, we're referencing music stars and everything else. Do you guys are you guys buying into the Olivia Rodrigo jinx? I do. So tell. she was at the Phillies game yesterday, dancing. Oh, when they blew the uh, seven run, six run lead, dancing to her own song. When they play, they played it because she was there, and they were like, "Oh, here, Olivia Rodrigo's here." And after that, they got outscored, you know, seven nothing in the ninth inning. I probably say that's more bad bullpen. Still, <laughs> I think it, I think it's her. I put it on Olivia Rodrigo. Still, my favorite, one of my favorite things that summer when uh, Gangnam Style was you know, all the rage, and they were doing it on the on the video board at at Dodger Stadium, and then they showed him. And everyone yeah. just lost their mind. He started dancing. Wait, they showed him. Do you not appreciate Psy? One of the great Psy? artists of our time? Yes, Psy. I still don't know what Gangnam Style actually means. I don't, I don't either, but it was... Uh, We're like the referees trying to wrap it was a two, It was a fun summer of 2012 that we got to dance to that. All right. Uh, we will get to UFC 274. Why? Uh, some of maybe Adam's favorite plays that he might uh, be looking to dabble in. But let's uh, let's revisit the AFC West because I think going to break, Sean, you mentioned yeah. at 6-1, to one, the Raiders to win the AFC West intrigues you. It does, and for a couple of reasons. First of all, Kansas City did not get better on defense. They lost Tartravius Ward and Tyrone Matthew, Matthew yeah. off of that defense, and they did not replace them adequately, in my opinion. They had a glowing need or deficiency in getting to the opposing team's quarterback. I don't think they feel that need. They took the most dynamic after-the-catch wide receiver in the National Football League and replaced him with fast guys, but guys that don't do anything after the catch. So I don't think they're going to be as explosive on offense. So I don't think Kansas City got better. You look at the Chargers. I love what they did on defense. Randy Gregory, Khalil Mack. I mean, that's huge. J.J. But, Jackson. J.C. Uh, Jackson. Jackson at yep. corner. That's huge. But they still got the boy genius on the sideline. So who knows, you know, how many uh, analytical <laughs> losses they'll have this year because of him going for it on four, his own 15. Four wins. <laughs> right, you know. Come on. So I think because of that, because here's the deal with Denver. Having, and it's why I'm so high on Indianapolis for next year as well. 
When you bring stability into the building at quarterback, it changes everything. See, when you bring a Matt Ryan and a Russell Wilson in, now when guys get to work, it's all about football because they're all about football. Unlike what's happened with the carousel at quarterback in Denver over the last 10, 15 years, Russell is football, football, football. Matt Ryan, he can see the light at the end of the tunnel, so he knows his career is almost over. He wants to win a championship. He's football, football. That's going to make those organizations better. Raiders, they got better. They added Devontae Adams. Now they have Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, and Hunter Renfro. I mean, at the end of the year, Josh Jacobs was adequate. He was fine at running back. On defense, they went out and added Chandler Jones. Now, I still think they have some question marks in that secondary, but having Chandler Jones and Max Crosby also minimizes the amount of exposure that secondary gets. So the value to me is Denver plus 260, Las Vegas plus 800, because I think they're both capable and they got better. I like Denver a lot, and, yeah. and I think you were a similar mind. Look, I played their win total over last year. Obviously, it didn't hit. It was at eight and a half. Um, you know, you, here's the thing. You look at their win total right now. It's sitting at 10. The Chiefs is at 10 and a half, but the division odds, you know, you're getting plus 260 as opposed to plus 160. Um, you know, you're getting a third-place schedule right for Denver. The, the only team I wouldn't bet is the Chiefs, honestly. Yeah. And, and I've been a Chiefs guy. I mean, I, I through and through – Last year when they were down and, you know, whatever, they were two and three and uh, it was the end of the world and everybody was like, who's winning the division? And I would say the Chiefs. Yeah. The Chiefs are going to win the division. I don't think that's the case anymore. And I think the other teams are so close that I'm just looking at the pluses. And like I said, I think one one game here, there, one controversial call, one crazy ending, one injury changes the entire complexion of the division. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested in all those teams that aren't the Chiefs uh, to make a run here. And, and as far as the Broncos go – I've been one that has said they're a quarterback away for a long time. Kind of the same uh, mindset that Sean was just talking about. But I do a lot of radio in Denver, and I have a lot of friends there, and they keep telling me I'm wrong, that this roster is not as good as I thought it was. But we'll find out. The roster is better than the one you left in Seattle. That's what I thought. Oh, yeah. That's what I thought. I totally believe that. Absolutely. I think their receiving core is really good. Their defense is good. Um, if I, Denver I like had Russell last year, because Denver almost beat, should have beat Kansas City twice with dead men at quarterback. Right, they had the week. Uh, the week was remember it? They, week they were they seventeen. Were, they were going in to score and week eighteen. What, what they fumbled a snap or something <laughs> crazy, and uh, Kansas City picked it up and scored. And I mean, come on, I mean, I, I'm off Kansas City. I'm close to taking. Although, I think they made that number right, but I would take the under on Kansas City's win total. I think Kansas City regresses this year. I think they can regress and still win eleven. I don't know. That division is a lot tougher than it was. It is. Yeah. It is. Because what they go in the division last year, uh, five and one? Yeah, they lost to the Raiders. And I think they beat everyone else. I think they swept I think they swept everyone else. Did if I'm not mistaken. Lose to the Chargers at home early in the year? They lost to the Bills at home? Game. I could yeah. look it up. Yeah. But instead, yeah. we'll just, you Why know, not? Tr- try to just, just try to guess on yeah, the air. Edmonton's up 4 0, by the way. There you go. Yeah. Good job, Oilers. And Luca's still scoring. Um, they're ninety to seventy-three now. Dallas is up on Phoenix. Eight minutes, basically is left he, in the fourth. Is he still giving up one point seven two points per possession as a pick and roll? Defender? So it's interesting. Before the show, uh, Tim had said he took the. Uh, I took the Suns now, team total. And over. What I say? I don't think that's going to hit. And what I say? I said <laughs> I don't trust the Suns in this situation because they will take this game off. Yeah, that's well, just kind of their. I told you I took the Oilers on the puck line, so clearly I'm puckster. I did too. Now. I did too. Unfortunately, I paired them well, I didn't like a to, dummy. I didn't tell you to. I with, didn't tell you to take a parlay. What used to be known as the St. Louis Blues. 
like Prince after Prince. The, the artist formerly known as, you know, like the blues formerly. They, they, oh, my gosh. Looking so like disgusting. tonight, uh, both teams down 0-2 are going to are gonna get the uh, get their first win of their respective series. Oh, uh, you saw uh, Luca uh, pat Chris on the top of the head. I like Luca. Yeah. Luca got some ghetto on him. I like basketball players that got some hood in them. He's got a back tattoo? Oh, my God, Luca. Oh, he's all tatted up. Hope that don't go to his lower back. <laughs> All right, so final thoughts. Friday night. Th- final thoughts on the AFC West. Would you take any flyers for AFC? Char- I mean, I don't mind the Chargers. Um, as much as I think the division is kind of up for grabs and it's such a tough division, um, I don't know that the I don't know if the Raiders could get through it. I don't, first of all, I don't think it's going to be easy to get a number one seed for any of these teams. Right? right. They're going to beat each other up. I don't think they're going to have that you know insane record. Uh, so they're going to have to play that extra game which makes it a little bit more difficult. Um, the Chargers are a team I, I would look at. Um, I don't love the Raiders to be able to make a run through the playoffs. I certainly wouldn't bet the Chiefs at the short price that they're at. Uh, so to me, it'd be Chargers is probably the, my favorite. To what win are the, the Colts to win the AFC? Do you know, top of your head? I don't. I like that too. Because I'd have to compare what the Colts are to what the teams in the 12-1. Uh, to See, I'd take the Colts at 12-1 to before I, I took too. less on I the Chargers yeah. or the Broncos. I, I would too. All right, I think we've... Uh... Come to some consensus. 5-0 now. I love Frank Reich. Good job, Oilers. Call me Puckstradamus. Can I borrow some goals now? Nope. It's the nightcap here on VEASAN. Talk some UFC 274 next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. The Kentucky Derby is Saturday. That's tomorrow, folks. And right now, VSIN is offering you a special $9.99 Kentucky Derby betting guide with previews of all the horses and jockeys for every race, plus best bets the entire weekend including the run for the roses pre-order your copy now for only $9.99 once again vsin.com slash derby guide vsin.com slash derby guide if you missed it 
Check it out tomorrow morning here on VEASAN or head to our YouTube channel to check out our Kentucky Derby preview show hosted by Sean King and Patrick Maher. So make sure to check that out as well. Adam Hill from the Las Vegas Review Journal, kind enough to hang out with us for the entire 8 o'clock hour as uh, Sean gave a little fist pump. Blues on the board. Yes. Spark start fires. <laughs> hey, man. All we need is a little 12-0 run here. We get to overtime, and then that team totals going over. Easy money coming home. What was the Phoenix. number? 109. Uh, you might need two overtime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dallas leading 92 to 80 under six minutes to go. I have Dallas on the series, but yeah. it's down to 12. Good luck with that. Yeah, so it's not like it's – come on, Dallas, don't blow this. I mean, they're not going to win the series. But they might. They won't. They definitely can't win it if they lose today. Uh, and uh, Edmonton is up 5-1. to one, So, that's a good thing. I just need to focus on betting hockey, apparently. I got I got your Capitals at 65-1. to one. Yo. I'm, let's do it. Let's go, Caps. I'm in. I hey, we did, we did what we had to do. Go to Florida, get one. This is about to be the greatest comeback in St. Louis Blues history. I'd, I'd rather Phoenix force overtime here. Um, all right. UFC 274 tomorrow. You will be there. You're well, driving down to uh, Phoenix tomorrow morning or flying. You've got both I've got options. a flight. I'd probably cancel it. Probably uh, the good folks at Southwest are very cool about that. They so. are really cool about uh, that. So I'm probably cancel it and just uh, drive down. I, I prefer driving. All right. So right Never. now. Never. Oh, <laughs> easy drive. Never. Four, it's like 4 and 45. It's easy. My, easy peasy. I made it under four last time. What? So, so yeah, it's, uh, Good Lord, man. I get, speeding ticket. I get speeding tickets when I drive, so I don't drive anywhere. Did I, did I hear earlier? Was there, is there like a, a lottery ticket run? There was there, there was a lottery ticket run by Derek, uh, Derek tricked Stevens. Us. But, he uh, tricked us. That's what he did. Uh, he made a mistake. He knew what was going on. He was like, Nicole, I'm about to get them all. That's he got us all. We didn't even give him the money. How did he get us? Well, because when somebody says they're buying you lottery tickets, human nature says, okay, internally you feel like, okay. You're the only person that thought they were going to win the lottery. No, no, you... no. Everybody that texts back, get me one, was like, okay, what would I do? And then you start when... breaking down exactly. Sure, that's the if... whole fun of right. buying a lottery Absolutely. ticket. When, uh, when is the drawing? Tomorrow night? Well, it already it, it already, it, it it already knocked hit the 450 the out. Oh, all right. Well, I was going to say I'll volunteer and buy tickets tomorrow, but I'm, I won't. Yeah. That's okay. Focus I'm on. I'm cool with winning the 26. I don't need the 450. I mean, I'll take 26 yeah, as well. All um, right. Uh, I don't know if we win $26 million I'll still come on to UFC 274. But, but if I hit the Derby. <laughs> I know you're trying to say something. Go ahead. Just focus on your hockey game that you're losing. Ooh, oh, that was got another man. one. Oh, guys. That spark almost started that fire. So, Adam, earlier today, Charles Olivier, Oliveira, Oliveira, Olivier. Missed weight, so he doesn't... His extra numbers and yeah. letters on his name. Uh, Oliveira misses weight. Uh, so what What's what were the repercussions, and what does this mean for this fight come tomorrow night? So there's no real set standard necessarily with the weight misses. In this case, they did strip his title, and there's a couple of factors for that. One, he has missed repeatedly. Uh, it was mostly when he was at 145. He's been up at 155 for a while, been much more effective at 155 because the weight cuts haven't crushed him Apparently, it was different this time. Now, there's a lot of back and forth. He says the scale was different at the hotel than it was at the building. A lot of other fighters on the card have said the same thing. But then a lot of other fighters said, no, it wasn't. And Justin Gaethje tweeted out, there's four title fights. Or, excuse me, two title fights. There's four title fighters. The other three all made it. So what happened to you? Uh, so the back and forth happened. 
the UFC decided to strip Oliveira of the title, and he can't win it back tomorrow. So if Oliveira wins tomorrow, the title is vacant. Oliveira will fight for it down the road. If Gaethje wins, he does become lightweight champion. So the stakes a little bit different for those two fighters. I don't necessarily know that it changes the motivation of them, but this has been kind of a stressful couple of days for Oliveira, who goes to Phoenix to defend a title, and now he can't leave no matter what with the belt around his waist. So it does change things a little bit different. We did see a number move there. I don't think it was because he can't win the title. I think it was more uh, there was some, some concern about how bad the weight cut might have been for Oliveira. Uh, so it is down to plus 120. I saw it as high as like 135, 140 last night. Uh, would have much preferred that number, of course. Uh, but I do think there still might be some value in Gaethje. The one issue here is how is Gaethje going to fight? Most exciting fighter in the UFC, I think, by far. He's a straightforward, all-gas, no-breaks guy. He said his last title fight, he didn't do that. He was too cautious. That's why he lost. But that is dangerous against Oliveira because if there's a scramble, if there's any kind of, you know, any kind of going to the ground and trying to kind of fight for position, uh, Gaethje could get in trouble against Oliveira. But if he keeps it as a kickboxing match, he should be able to handle Oliveira. So we'll see if Gaethje is all-out attack, no caution, or if he kind of plays a little bit more conservatively here. I think that would benefit him here, but that's not really in his nature. From a, I do like Gaethje. From a betting perspective, I should probably take the under two and a half, right? The doubt if this goes. Well, it's one and a half here. Oh, yeah, it's, it's one and it's a half. One, yeah. it's, I mean, it, it, it could very easily finish very quickly. And here's the thing with Oliveira, who early in his career, everybody said, hey, this is a guy that quits, gets in trouble, quits, fights over, has not been like that. Two straight fights, he's been in real trouble early in the fight and rallied to win. So he's shown a little bit more heart. Again, I think that weight cut may take something out of him. I do expect somebody to finish somebody pretty quickly in this fight. One and a half is pretty low for lightweights, though. Yeah, right here at Circa, uh, plus 165 to the under uh, and uh, in UFC 274, the main card tomorrow. So what about the co-main event? Anything, uh, I guess let's just go down the card. What what jumps out at you if there's any betting things that, that you're, you're looking to fire on? Yeah, I mean, I don't love laying a price, uh, especially over $2, but... I, Listen, Rose Namajunas and Carlos Esparza fought before. Esparza beat her, but Esparza was much more experienced at the time. Rose is so much better of a fighter now uh, than she was before. Esparza could take her down, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think Namajunas wins this fight fairly easily, so I like Rose Namajunas minus the 210. Um, God, I don't know what Tony Ferguson... Nobody knows what Tony Ferguson is showing up. Nobody knows what Tony Ferguson is showing up in five minutes, much less 24 <laughs> hours from now. It's a weird dude. He's an incredibly talented fighter, but he did get a lot taken out of him by Justin Gaethje when they fought. I think he Justin Gaethje took Tony Ferguson's soul. So I don't know that I'm going to love the plus 270. I'm not laying 350 with Chandler, though. Um, I go down to the Joe Lozon fight. This could be Donald Cerrone's last fight. Cowboy Cerrone, obviously a legend in the sport. He's been very emotional this week, uh, talking about you know how his son is finally going to get to see him fight and understand what's going on. It seems like it's his end, and maybe he's trying to go off on a high note. But Joe Lozon is a guy... He could take a lot and still stay in there and win, and he could definitely win if the fight goes to the ground. I kind of like taking a shot on Joe Lozon here. I know saw some people earlier saying first round Joe Lozon finish might be worth something. There's some pretty big prices out there on that. I, I don't I don't hate that, but I do kind of like the underdog price on Joe Lozon as well. Okay. Uh, what was that? I think it's plus one sixty five. I'm trying to pull plus, it up now. Kind of like I kind of like Cass Williams too. I saw they're running through some of the undercard uh, fights here. Find the best number you can on Cass. It's pretty much pick them back and forth. Uh, the numbers kind of flopped a little bit, but um, Chaos Williams at 120, I, I don't I don't hate that either. All right, Chaos Williams. and uh, Chaos with a K, by the way. I like it. Oh. it up. You like Chaos and you like uh, Lazan. Lazan plus 150. Yeah. Oh. And I think Rose Rose should mop the floor with Carla. And I'll, I'll probably regret saying that, but I think that she's going to handle it. <laughs> Rose is somebody very fun to root for as well. Yeah. Very cerebral, 
thoughtful, a uh, very interesting, in, uh, you know, introspective person who uh, gives great interviews um, and just somebody really, really easy to root for if you uh, get to know her. Got two minutes left with Adam. Her with hair and without hair is unbelievable. That's like, a, it's actually a good you wouldn't story even too. know that was her. It's a good story, and I've actually like um, she she what she did is she was you know when she was on the Ultimate Fighter, she kind of became known as one of those female athletes that like oh guys just love her because she's attractive and you know young female and, and all those things. And she said I don't want that anymore. She said as long as I'm fighting, I'm not going to be an object of any kind of you know <laughs> any kind of uh, beauty. I'm just going to be a fighter. That's what I'm going to do. So she shaved her head and said. This is who I am now, and this is who I am as a fighter, and uh, it's worked for her. She is she has really kind of become one with herself, understood herself like to a really high degree, um, and like I said, really introspective about a lot of different topics. Really thoughtful person, and um, has, she's had success in the cage as well, which is really cool to see her as a champion. All right, now so her last fight, and I'm gonna say Asian young lady because I can't pronounce the girl. That's the one where she kicked her to the head and beat the girl that hadn't lost yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was the Wiley fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so Wiley is also yeah. a great fighter as well. Yeah, yeah. Rosa has, really, has some really good, some really good fights. She's really talented, a uh, very athletic fighter uh, that has has learned to do a lot of lot with that athleticism in the cage. She's, By the way, where is the uh, the one lady that uh, she was dominating and she Joanna Janjacek? No, no. Uh, what's her name? Oh, Rhonda? No, not Rhonda. Uh, she was after Rhonda. Uh, Cyborg? No, after uh, Cyborg. More recent than that. Uh, uh, Amanda Nunez. Amanda Nunez. She lost to Juliana Payne. She's right. fighting her again. They're coaching on the Ultimate Fighter right now. Okay. And after at the that, end of the at the end okay. of the season, they will fight. I got you. And I think sorry, I think, Amanda, uh, for not remembering. Amanda Nunez will roll in that. Fight. Yeah, absolutely. Follow. It's minus three fifty. <laughs> I think so. I think it's what it is. There's 1,200 last time, 350 this time. <laughs> Adam Hill, LVRJ. It's a Friday. Thank you, sir, for coming on in. It's the Nightcap. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.